Visit Hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in store for details. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. At Bank of Ireland, you don't have to talk face-to-face. -face. Our mortgage team are happy to talk FaceTime to FaceTime and give you all the info you need, from how to get started to how much to save. FaceTime our mortgage team to talk about a personalised mortgage that's right for you. When you're ready to make a move, we're ready to make it with you. Bank of Ireland, begin. Lending criteria, terms and conditions apply. Over 18s only. Mortgage approval subject to assessment of suitability and affordability. Bank of Ireland Mortgage Bank trading as Bank of Ireland Mortgages is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. You better preach it. Welcome to Preach Kev Preach. It's your gracious host, Pastor Kevin Kev, man. How, how is everyone? Welcome to another another episode, another sermon. And I want to talk about this week about three guys. It's been in the all over sports shows in the media everywhere. And the the question I want to pose is um why do we always hold on to stuff? Like, why? Understand what I'm trying to say is we keep stuff that we're not going to use or we're scared to get rid of. But why? It's like we want to take stuff, we see stuff all the time and like, let's say clean your room up. You ever clean your room up and find stuff that you never need? Stuff from 10 years ago, 5 years ago. And yet you still keep it. And then, or when you want to trade or get rid of something, you hold that value too high. And you think you should get something equal or better in return. And sometimes that's not the case anymore. Some stuff has sentimental value to you. Uh, someone made something made of something for you. Uh, for example, I got something. You know, I played basketball in high school. Basketball is my first love, of course. I also played golf. I like because, like I said, Tiger Woods put me on this sport, and I, I played it because of him. Played golf. So one of my teammates got me a, a golf ball, but it's painted like a basketball. That's something sentimental that I would never get rid of. But sometimes we value stuff from from a long time ago that has no use for us anymore. Another thing about sentimental value, something like Kobe Bryant. He won five championships, and what did the Lakers do? 
give him a thirty million dollar contract when he's going coming downhill, and you don't have the talent around him anymore, when he can't make the Showtime Lakers, you know, carry them anymore. Then he get hurt. Then all of a sudden, that value of thirty million dollars seems like it's double because you risked a lot of it. You risked a lot, and it didn't plan out as you saw. So when you trade stuff, you gotta know. Like if you dealt a hand, playing spades or something, playing poker, and you realize you don't have the hand, you gotta know when to fold them. What's that? What's that little country song? You know when to fold them, know when to hold them, something like that. And uh, what's it say? You gotta know when to walk away. So I want to tell you this one: know when to hold them. And sometimes we hold on to stuff because we overwhelmed with possibilities, right? What they can do versus what they did or what this thing happened to me. It gave me, you know, it gave me this advantage, but now it doesn't or vice versa. And also we don't want to downsize stuff. Think mental processing this right here. You know, little kids always think four quarters is better than a dollar. Same value. Or why, why 100 looks better than 75 plus 25? Would you rather have that one 100 or a 75 and a 25? It's the same thing. So why why do we why do we value it differently? Why do I why why do we value that differently? Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm bring that back up. But for example, if you nine from ten from the free throw line, you one hell of a free throw shooter. Am I right? But let me let me add something to that. If you miss the first one and make nine in a row, man, you clutch. You one of the clutchest guys out there. Uh Seth Curry did that. Oh man, he's Curry is so Chef Curry is so clutch. That's what he do. He's a free throw shooter, 90%. That's the kind of feedback you're gonna get, right? But then let's look at the other side of it. What if what if you make nine? And missed the last one. Oh man, LeBron James. He suck. He is not clutch. Y'all say he the GOAT. How is he the GOAT? He can't make a free throw to win the game. Yet he 90%. So you once you value Steph Curry more than LeBron James in that scenario? Of course you would. But why is the same thing? Now that's a situation of circumstance, which I preached on before. But it's the same, it's the same value. That's the exact same value. And people don't want to downsize from 100 to 75 to 25. You feel like you're downgraded. But if I have, if I have 75 or 25, somebody gave me 100 in exchange for it, man, it looks a whole lot different when you have a Benjamin Franklin in your pocket. Another example is sometimes you're not ready. Maybe you're waiting for the right time to trade something. Or to get rid of something that obviously you don't want to use anymore. And that leads right into the point. Pittsburgh Steelers. We've been talking about this for a long time. Le'Veon Bell. They're down. They don't want to downsize. But it sure seemed that way, right? You don't want to pay Le'Veon Bell, yet you think Connor and and whoever the backup running running back is can can equal up to what Bell can give you. 
It's the reason why you don't draft first-round running backs like Rashad Penny from Seattle when Chris Carson, a late-round pick, and Mike Davis, might have been undrafted, showed that they're better than him together than he is, and he got that first-round tag. So Steelers want second-round pick and a good player. That's a high draft capital for somebody that you can't sign back. For those who know who don't know the situation, you can't sign a contract mid-season. So even if Bell gets traded, like let's say he goes to the New York Jets, they trade away a second-round pick and a good player, they can't, they can't sign him until March 1st. So that's a risk that's, that you're, you're risking giving away assets for a guy who might not come back to you. And what does the Jets get Le'Veon Bell? What is that going to do for them? They're not going to win still. Still going to lose. So what's the point? And they actually, they didn't budge. Neither side. Pittsburgh stayed true, and so did Bell. Steelers, Steelers gave them their price, and they weren't willing to negotiate. They stayed true, and the offense without them, they ranked 28th in, in rushing. They're third in passing yards per game, but obviously, it's the reason for that, right? You can't run the ball because you don't have that superstar back there. So you pass more. Of course, you, when you pass more, you score more. You can't control the clock. You in shootouts. Defense not playing good. Lost Kansas City. Shootout in Tampa Bay. Couldn't do nothing at home against the Ravens. Tied with the Browns. Got a shootout this weekend versus Atlanta. But Le'Veon Bell helps that. You control, you control the clock. He's dominant in both sides of the ball as far as both phases of the ball as far as running and pass uh, receiving. Stuff he can do. So Pittsburgh wasn't ready to make this decision and you know to give him a contract. And obviously he has no sentimental value to them because, you know, he didn't win the Super Bowl for him. And then he done stuff for them, but I guess they don't they don't equal that, especially when you're a 26-year-old running back with the body amount of work he got on him. They don't have that many possibilities. They see the possibilities in Juju Smith-Schuster looking like a star receiver, already paying Antonio Brown, but it's hard to pay Big Ben. And Antonio Brown. And Le'Veon Bell. That means somebody going to be so sorry in this. Obviously, the defense side. But Bell stayed true. He losing 800000 per game. And Connor is good. But Le'Veon Bell is special. And if I'm Le'Veon Bell, I mean, yeah, I'll be worried about the overuse. They're going to use him a lot when he come back. Reports say he come back week seven. James Harrison, a former Steeler, said that Bell should fake an injury. <laughs> fake an injury, sit out. And the next guy I'm going to go, go into is the same thing. He And Le'Veon Bell commented on IG saying that he'll continue to be the bad guy for everyone because they feel like they should get the money when you prove stuff. They show what they, can they, show what they did and what they can do and teams are hesitant to hold on to something that obviously you don't want to use. 
You don't want Bale on the field. So why didn't you trade him earlier? Why didn't you sign him if you really want him? You want to wait for the right time? No. Waiting is never... Waiting is not the, the thing to do when you're in sports. Sometimes not in life either. You can't wait. I mean, you really can't wait. You can wait on that job. But you got to make stuff happen now. I want to talk about Earl Thomas as well. Think about what Earl Thomas been through. He told he said he want to sit out. Came back week one. Played great. He had he was having a great season. And of course week four injured his leg, fractured his lower left leg, and now he's out for the season, with no contract. And before the season started, he threatened to sit out. And, and I got an update one time saying that Earl Thomas is, is holding in instead of out. <laughs> um, he said, if I had a headache, I ain't practicing. Because they don't care about me, so I, I got to care about my own self. And I'm, I mean, I'm going through the same situation myself. When you're looking for, the, when you're looking for that right job, you can't care. The, the, the job you had now don't care about you. Do for yourself. Earl Thomas, Earl Thomas waited. And with all he did for them, think about this Legion of Boom whole dynasty. Respect to Richard Sherman, respect to Cam Chancellor and Michael Bennett and Bobby Wagner and this goes on. Earl Thomas was the best player on Seattle. Case closed. Might have been the best player ever in Seattle franchise history. Greater than Sean Alexander. Maybe better than Steve Largent. What what Earl Thomas did for them, man? And I, get, I, I guess I get it. He's 29 years old. You want to pay him whatever he want. But when you let Sherman go, Cam Chancellor retire, Michael Bennett go. You don't have no receivers. You, you got Doug Baldwin only. You paid Tyler Lockett some money. You got a superstar quarterback, no running backs, no offensive line. You let Jimmy Graham go. So where's your money? Who has your money that's holding y'all hostage? Why are you not paying Earl Thomas? Now, that, that, that stunt he pulled about going to Jason Garrett saying, come get me, Cowboys tried. See, I don't want a second-round pick. I'm pretty sure Cowboys is willing to offer that. Can you look at Cowboy defense? I mean, they got it. The defensive line coming. The linebacker core strong. The corners looking better every time. All you need is that, that, that star safety. Just like the Bears got that star pass rusher. And now we're talking about the Bears are one of the best defenses in football. We could be saying the same thing about the Dallas Cowboys. Kansas City Chiefs was clearing, uh, was clearing up cap space. To get Earl Thomas to come in, the, I guarantee you he would have been traded today. Today. All the headlines would have said, Earl Thomas to Kansas City. Earl Thomas to Kansas City. Then we would have seen the best sec, the best safety can, uh, combo that I've ever seen in my life. Eric Berry, Earl Thomas. What, did, <laughs> did Seattle get scared? They don't want to downsize? Because Earl Thomas is that $100 bill. 
And who who can you replace to get that 75 and that 25? You can't. It's different from a running back. You can't do a dual safety back. Safeties. So nobody you probably would have at best got a $70 to Earl's 100 at best. There's no way they was thinking 75 and 25 is better than 100. There's no way that, there's no way. And the possibilities that they're overwhelmed with what option you got better. At least at least the Steelers had James Conner. He's not Le'Veon Bell. Like I said, he's good, but he's not special. Earl Thomas, they, ain't, they don't have anybody good behind him. No, of course not. You're going to see that <laughs> this weekend. So what does that what does that tell you about Earl Thomas and his situation with Seattle? They don't want him. So why are they holding on? They was holding on. Trying to make, trying to be Mr. Poker Face over here. Knowing you got that crappy, crappy hand you got. You probably got a two and a, and a nine. You ain't about to win nothing. Playing a game of spades, you ain't got nothing, man. You got, you got one joker and you got number hearts. Number dimes. You can't even cut. Get out of my face, Seattle. That's 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 really bull crap. Now Earl Thomas got hurt. So now we're sitting where Bobby Wagner said he's a bad guy if he don't play. And he get hurt. Oh, he should have stayed out. No, make y'all minds up. Stop straddling that fence. Seattle want to play hardball. And now you got nothing. Cause now you at best you're gonna get a a compensation pick. At best. Could have had a second round pick, but you wanna be you wanna be you want to play hardball. It's, it's, sometimes it don't work in your favor. And him getting hurt, sure didn't. And if I was to switch gears, you know, to the NBA side, Jimmy Butler had a meeting with Thibodeau and demanded a trade and rejected the extension. He was going to get a Supermax deal. But that whole situation was crazy to me anyway. He didn't like his team. This reunion with the this reunion with the Bulls and where you get in Taj Gibson and Derrick Rose, Luol Dane, and talks about Joe Kim Noah. No, man. We don't want the Chicago Bulls again. Sometimes I question was Jim really a good teammate? He's saying he don't like the nonchalant attitude that Wiggins brought. Uh, the whole thing about Carl Anthony Towns and his girlfriend with Jimmy Butler. He kept bickering about work ethics and stuff like that. And I, I, I get that. I get that. If a, if a guy you're paying a lot of money don't want to help you win, you know, how do you expect to how do you expect to go far? They lost 4-1 as an eight seed. Minnesota should be a bit better than that. Then Jimmy Jimmy Butler over the summer putting that well damn picture on the Gabrielle Union's picture. He's putting me best friends with D. Wade. That's stuff you don't do. And all this seems to start after after they lost. And when he that trade came out by his little list that he said, L.A. Clippers and Nets and Knicks. Then you got Andrew Wiggins' brother talking about some hallelujah. 
So you know, you know, it's bad blood there. But Timberwolves, it's not even Jimmy Butler. What, what kind of value do you think Jimmy Butler can get you? Now, don't get me wrong. Jimmy Butler is a top fifteen player. Do not get me wrong about that. Demarcus Cousins got traded for nothing. If you Jimmy Butler, you see what happened when Melo got traded to the Knicks. And that value was skyrocket. He traded the whole team away. I can't win. I question Jimmy Butler's teams he want. I see he he would accept the deal to Miami. That's not going to help you win. Playing alongside Drogic and Justice Winslow. What is that going to do? But the asking price... Timberwolves are asking. It's, it's crazy. They want veteran help, future assets, and a top prospect or cap relief. Now, I hope they don't think they can get all four just for Jimmy Butler. Now, you can get the cap relief with a veteran or a top prospect can be a cap relief because they're cheap. Who in the right mind, a sorry team at that, will trade for Jimmy unless he's signing. Not I, said the cat. Their asking price through the roof. The Bucks offered Chris Middleton straight up. They said no. I understand it. I understand that 100%. I think Chris Middleton is one hell of a player, but he's not Jimmy Butler. But then when the Sixers called, you asked for Ben Simmons? Tom Thibodeau, are you mentally unstable? Who was never the right guy for their job in the first place? Nobody, nobody want to see this Bulls team again. I don't want to see Joe Kim Noah if he go over there. But then it's, it's talks about Rockets. But you want Ben Simmons? You're not asking for James Harden and Chris Paul? Get out of here, man. There's no way you're satisfied with Eric Gordon and P.J. Tucker. It's not going to win me nothing. It would be a good idea if Wiggins and Carl Towns can pop again. But they don't, man. It's, it's terrible. So they they had no sentimental value for Jim Butler at all. He only been there for one year. But he got them in the playoffs. And they tried to reward him with that. He said no. So now what do you do? You don't your your dealt your hand that you're dealt is not is not perfect. It's workable. You have a better piece in your hand. And of course, you're not going to get equal value for Jimmy Butler, but you got to add up to that $100 bill. Can you get as close to $100 as you can? And in basketball, seeing that Jim Butler is both sided, can you find somebody like that? Guarantee you not. I hope this trade happens soon because waiting is, 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 makes the deal go lower every time because Jim Butler on a rental contract until team can sign him. Now, where I want to see him go. I would I would love him to go to Milwaukee. I want him to change the landscape. Go I really want him to go to Toronto. A three team trade that sends Butler to Toronto, Kyle Lowry to Minnesota, Jeff Teague to the Suns. Now that's the that's the package. Or that's the starting point. But where what's added where, that's what they have to worry about. Tim Wolves, you get Kyle Lowry. That's a veteran help. Quality veteran help. Check. 
Camp relief. Ah, X. Top prospects. I mean, let's see if you can get somebody from the Suns. You won't get Mikael Bridges. Let's see if you can get a, a, a instead of a top prospect, let's see if you can get you a future asset. Check. Prospect. Let's put a line instead of an X. So what's the value, man? Earl Thomas out for the season now. Le'Veon Bell will come back week seven. And no team will trade for him. Jimmy Butler, I, I'm very interested to see where he goes. I want to go to Toronto with Kawhi. Toronto, get Kawhi, Jimmy Butler, they're in the finals. I don't care what none of y'all say. I don't care. I don't care. You Boston fans think, no, you're not stopping Kawhi Leonard. First of all, you're not stopping Jimmy Butler with him. Because they'll have, they'll have the two best players on the court. You're not going to win that series. So know when to hold them. When you clean your room up, man, throw that thing away. You're not going to use it. I'm looking at something right now I can throw away. And don't be overwhelmed with possibilities of what they can do versus what they did. Because what they did may not equal up to what they can, whether it's positive or negative. And don't be... Don't be scared to downsize. Getting that 75 and that 25. Because they're equal value. Whether you make the first free throw or you miss the last free throw, you're still 90% free throw shooter. In hindsight, don't wait. I don't care how ready you're not. And that will conclude, man, this week's episode, this week's sermon of Preach, Kev, Preach. With Pastor Kevin Kev. But yeah, man, this is a live. NBA starts next week. So preseason games already started. College football getting the swing of things. NFL is getting to the, the second quarter of his season. You better preach it. Preach it. Preach, man. We out. Spot big value over a spot of lunch with great value car cover from Super Value Insurance. Get a great quote and search Super Value Insurance now. This car insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. Super Value Financial Services DAC trading as Super Value Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Spot big value over a spot of lunch with great value car cover from Super Value Insurance. Get a great quote and search Super Value Insurance now. This car insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. Super Value Financial Services DAC trading as Super Value Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. 
Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes.